Welcome to the Breakthrough Podcast with your host, Reba Hobbs, a podcast motivated to help survivors of trauma to heal and focus on their full potential. another edition of the Breakthrough Podcast, and I'm hoping you guys can hear me very well. I am in my daughter's room, <sighs> so we're going to go through this last two weeks. I haven't recorded in two weeks, I think, two weeks. The last episode, maybe in three, be a par- better parent in an example, I think that was. No, it was one after that, so it's been two weeks, sorry. I just want to say I am excited to be back. And on that note, I just want to say, too, thank you guys for listening. The listeners, I always give salutes to the guys that listen and the ladies that listen. And it doesn't have to be guys. But the people that listen, I just thank you for coming on here listening to me each and every week when I do record. And let's just get right into it. So, the last two weeks, I have not recorded, and it's just has not been just a good time, only because I was doing other things and tried to fit it in. It was just, like, not good. Then, I was trying to record with my coach, and that didn't help happen. So, you know, you just got to keep the ball rolling and keep on going with the, the thing. So, as you guys know, it's November. Today is November 6th, Monday. So, Let's recap of a little bit of last month before we get into the podcast. Last month was October, which each and everybody knows my favorite month of the year besides my birthday, which is in December. That's coming up. But I love fall. Also, I love the month of October because it's like the beginning of fall and it is domestic violence relance month. It also is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, which are two very important things that are personal in my life, if you know my story, but we're not going through that today. So, and with that being said, I did not record a domestic violence episode because I am, um, like I said, I couldn't do the things that I needed to do, but that wasn't the intention to record an episode just because I am transitioning to do new things. Of course, I will always be a domestic violence survivor and I will be a domestic violence advocate. That's my specialty. But I am transitioning to, as I have been doing in the last year and a half, helping people heal from childhood trauma. So that's what I um, I start gearing towards because all of it works together and run real. So that's what we get. So anyway, let me do a little recap. Now, this podcast is going to be a little bit different only because, well, not different. I'll say interesting, okay? Only because my recaps usually be about the weekends. And I had, what, three weekends passed. So, over the last few weekends, I'll just recap. We are in November, which is Christmas season. I don't care what people say. Halloween, I don't celebrate it. So <laughs> Halloween is just another day. Soon as Halloween comes, I am in exciting mode 
where November and December is a really special time of the year. I started my decorating over this weekend. So I kept my kids home. They didn't go with their fathers this weekend because I wanted to do some deep cleaning and decorating. And we started it over the weekend, over this weekend. And it was really, really tiresome. Let me tell you why. I bought this tree for $5 last year. If you guys know the one new listeners, but the old listeners, I used to work at the thrift store. So I bought this this big, beautiful tree. It was $5 because it was after Christmas season and everything was 95% off, okay? And I was like, is that tree for sale? And they said, yeah. And it was the last tree on the floor. And I said, I'll take it. But I never, of course, it was after the holiday season, so I never put it up. We put this tree up yesterday. Let's first say on Saturday, we realized the tree is way taller than what my ceiling is, okay? But it's one of those old school trees, if you guys know, has a metal post and you have to uh, turn the metal, three metal screws at the bottom just to get it to stand and everything else. I remember this as a child. So it's one of those old school trees, but it is a big, big tree. Secondly, it's not pre-lit. I forgot and I didn't realize that until yesterday. After it took us an hour, I called an old friend from the job that I used to work. Uh, shout out to Lorenzo for coming and helping us put this tree together. To put this tree together, and I tell you guys, oh my goodness, we took an hour. Almost an hour to put that tree together. Because it was, uh, it's labeled... A through M or whatever. So we had to find the right stems for each branch. And my son did an amazing job. Shout out to my son because he was like determined to do it right. We was doing it wrong. Me and Lorenzo did CJ start taking uh, the stems out at the top. And he's like, no, this don't go right here. So the tree is finally put together. About time I looked at that big tree and it is big. And it, we, I lowered it down. We actually uh, got a chance to bend the top and lower it down. About the time we got done with that tree, I looked at that tree and said, who, who about to put some lights on? Not me. I'm tired. <laughs> we went to bed. And so, let me give you all, if you guys don't remember, a little logistics of my schedule. My schedule right now, I literally work. I, I, I calculated it. It's really 92 hours every two weeks between two jobs. So I literally leave one job, go to the next. In between time, I might run home, get my lunch or my dinner for the second job, but that's my schedule. I get up at 4.30 in the morning and pretty much from 4.30 to 8 p.m. at night, but 8.30, I, that's my day. Okay, so as soon as I come home, I'm getting into bed. The kids are getting ready for school. So that's the little logistics of my day, Monday through Friday. When Saturday and Sundays come, Sundays are for church mostly. And I also teach and coach on every other Sunday. So on Saturdays, I'm trying to do everything possible that I can do to get rid of all the things I didn't do in the week which I am exhausted and I'm as tired. So I don't want to go through burnout, which I have been, I think I've had a breakdown a couple of weeks ago I told you about, but 
besides that I've been working with some things on how to readjust my schedule where I'm ordering my groceries. I think I, I found the laundry service that's gonna do my laundry. I know that sounds crazy, but it's gonna help me a lot when I can't get to it because sometimes I forget to put something in the washing machine or whatever for me, my son, and my kids because we're going, going, going. Uh, also, if I'm going on Saturdays or not going on Saturdays, but resting on Saturdays, <clears throat> I don't have time running up and downstairs to the basement when I could just have somebody do it. So I found the laundry service. I'm doing um, ordering for my food. I also I found another food service where they'll deliver the food for you. I'm doing a lot of things that rearranges my schedule. And I'll talk about this at a later time because I, that was another podcast I wanted to talk about. Um, how to stop burnout, but we're not going to go into that. I'm just giving you um, a little logistics of what I do. Now, so with that being said, a lot of times we can have things that come up and we can have um, trauma from our past and we can have things. Our everyday lives can bring trauma. And this is why I'm going to say this and I'm going right into the podcast. So, our everyday lives can bring trauma. And sometimes our egos, my mother used to say easing God out. That's what she used to use, a symbol for ego. But sometimes our egos can stop us from doing things or having negative thoughts, okay? So, what our ego does, it speaks for us. It doesn't, and it's not positive. It's more of our ego kind of works on a negative basis to say we're burnt out like I just said so my ego will say I want burnt out and I will take everything out on everybody else um I'm not doing my podcast I want it to be perfect I'm not showing up um your ego will pretty much make excuses basically that's what I'm trying to get to or what you're supposed to do to be successful. Now, with my burnout and my and me trying not to be burnt out and so I could be successful, success is, and I just had this conversation with um, my best friend William last week, success is anything that you do that you feel like you're successful at and it doesn't have to include finances, okay? So, success to me and my definition, this is my definition of success for my life. I want you guys to define your own definition of success after listening to this podcast. Write it down or something like that. But success to me is anytime that I can, I, I can manage, not micromanage, manage my stress in a positive way. Things I did this weekend and I brought it up on Facebook. When I'm stressed, I notice I always want to overclaim. And I'm talking about clean, clean, because I clean, clean regardless. And I want to cook a lot. Even if I necessarily might not um, eat it, I will cook a lot. This all comes from my childhood. We talk about trauma, okay, and your ego. So this all came from my childhood. When I used to stress when I was a child, I used to go in the kitchen and cook or whatever. Or when I was um, a child, I used to clean a lot. We cleaned a lot in my house as a child because we, you know, nine times out of ten, once they, I got older, then it changed. But 
my mother for my childhood, for the most of my childhood, kept us coming home. So, pretty much those are two things that we did all the time. And that's that I did all the time. I cooked. It was always, what, six or seven of us in the household. And I cleaned. I love cooking and I love cleaning. Of course, it's so funny because I went to culinary school and I uh, to be a chef years ago. And I also went and opened my own cleaning business. So it's so funny that the two stressors, the two things that relieved stress, I actually made it into a career. I said that all to say is when you're trying to kill your ego, I'm just going to give a little tips today on how to kill your ego and how to stop yourself from micromanaging yourself how to stop yourself from down talking yourself or when what they uh call the syndrome um i can't even think of it imposter syndrome see okay there you go glad i don't edit but anyway what they call imposter syndrome imposter syndrome is pretty much anything that's basically your ego talking to you and telling you what you can't do or you're comparing yourself in imposter syndrome as you can compare yourself to somebody else and think that your life's supposed to be that way just because their life is that way. And that, that necessarily is not true. So you kind of compete and you try to look at other people, other things that they're doing, or if y'all in the same arena, job, whatever it is, y'all try to do the same thing. What I do to kill imposter syndrome, the first thing I do, and the first thing I do to kill my ego one and one goes in hand with each other. So I name all the negative thoughts and I get rid of them. But what I do is when I get rid of them, I write it in a journal. Now you guys know, I have talked to y'all about journaling, journaling, journaling for the last three years I've been doing this podcast, okay? If you don't have a journal right now, it's your fault, not nobody else's. I promise you journaling, it will change your life. I don't care. Even if you don't want to journal, guys, if you want to write it at um, your iPhones, write it in your notes. Okay, if you don't journal, write it in your notes. I'm using my notes literally right now to read off of what the what I say to you guys. Meaning, I use my iPhone notes all the time because some things might come to my head. God downloads things in my spirit, or I can hear something. I can watch a podcast and I hear something and that's a note, and I'm like, oh yes, yes. Or I'm reading something in the book and I'm doing a lot of reading. I'm actually writing three books uh, right now that's going to be published by the end of December next year. So pretty much I'm writing a lot of notes. I don't have my journal all the time with me. I just told you my schedule. So, but my phone is my journal in a way. So I don't want to hear journaling for girls and all this other stuff. Men, if you listen to this journal, write it in your notes. So, like I said, the first one is to name the negative thoughts and get rid of them and write them down. The reason why I would say write them down is because if you get them out your head, then you know. You're looking at them on a piece of paper. You can throw the, the note. You can delete the note. You can, you know, keep it to say, oh, my God, I thought about that by myself, such, such, such. I look at notes that I have wrote 2020, 2021, and it's like, wow. I said that. I promise you, it makes a whole world of difference. Um, so if you do keep it, I promise you, it'll work. Next, I write it in my notes on my journal. Know that you are not perfect. You will fail first to become successful. You don't give up and learn from the lessons and keep on moving. Now, if you ever watch a successful person, I don't care if it's going back in my day, Michael Jordan, Oprah Winfrey, uh, Denzel Washington, 
some people that I love and I, I admire. Steve Harvey. If you all look at, if you look and take and take a little snippet of their life, they all failed to be something, one way or another. They all had to fail to accomplish something. Oprah didn't start until what her late forties to be successful. Look at her now, or whatever, late thirties, late forties. Okay, that's amazing to me because you had to fail somewhere. That means you know that you're not perfect, but just because you're not perfect, don't mean that. You can't be successful. Every failure equals a success. You ever heard the saying? I know you all guys heard it. Every no is closer to a yes. All that works. All that works together. Okay? So, please know that you are not perfect. You will fail. But you must become successful by not giving up on yourself. Next. I want this one to be a big one because for you guys... Show up every day and remember why you have tunnel vision in your season. Always celebrate yourself. The reason why I say this is a big one because I think a lot of times, and I've learned this in therapy, I didn't celebrate small things. I didn't celebrate small wins. When I was going through, I'm still going through my self-healing journey, but when I was deep, deep in it, and this is like a year ago, and I wasn't, my, my therapist was really making me realize I didn't celebrate myself enough when I wasn't getting angry like I used to, or I wasn't reacting the way I used to, or I was just like, okay, but this didn't happen and that didn't happen. I would go off a negative and say what didn't happen, and then she made me realize, but you know that you didn't respond the same way, right? Congratulate yourself. I'm really proud of you. I start doing that to celebrate, okay, today might not have been a perfect day, but look at him. This what happened. This what did happen. Every day is not gonna be perfect. Every day, as we know, is not gonna be roses and a bed of roses and positivity. You guys know I am the queen of affirmations. I do affirmations in the morning. I do gratitude prayers. I do anything you can name of or whatever to keep my mind rejuvenated. But I promise you, there are times in mornings evenings afternoons that things get to me i think i just went through this a week ago and i'm like mm -mm, mm -mm. everything is it's bothering me or whatever <laughs> sorry for the smacking but i don't care um but anyway everything is bothering me and is i'm i'm coming stressed okay and it was a big thing i was having dealing with with the last two weeks with some crap on my job so it was just like my second job and i'm just like no mm -mm. it was to the point of fact that i was really ready to walk away but i had to recalibrate and ask god and remember that god said your assignment is your assignment and so i remove you out your assignment then you gotta stay there and do what you gotta do okay so that stress was not making me feel like I wanted to do any positive affirmations. I didn't want to do anything, but I had to make sure that I showed up every day and remember what my my time at this job or my time and my tunnel vision and keeping my tunnel vision of the season and celebrate myself for it, the things that I did do. I, you know, um, I have to celebrate myself more and more and more because... I get to the point and I've realized about this is about two months ago that I'm at where I actually want to be and I still have work to do, but I'm talking about what I see myself from two years ago to now. I'm like, oh God, like, thank you, Jesus. 
I'm rare, I suppose, what you want me to be as a woman of God, as a mother, everything else has nothing to do with finances. I'm talking about just mentally right now. And I still got a lot of work to do. But at the same time, the place that I see myself, I'm there now mentally. Okay. Uh, fourth, I want you to please have time management. Be accountable to yourself. Map out your day and create outlines. Show up. Another thing a phone could do is help you have time management. There are so many apps, free apps. I write down stuff. I, I tell Siri to schedule a program, schedule a time for me to do. I, even with the podcast, schedule a podcast time at 6 a.m. I'm up early in the morning at 4 anyway. This morning it was 4 uh, because time went back, so I had that little extra hour of sleep. So I woke up with a burst of energy. Um, I worked out a little bit. I, I cooked uh, breakfast for my kids and I got my kids ready for school. I'm getting them ready for school and my with my kids with my my daughter and when she wakes up and stuff. But I have to map out my day because like I just told you with my schedule at the beginning, if I don't map out my day, it's not gonna go right. I can miss doing something and the whole day just seems like it's off. Because if I don't do my prayer First, before I even walk out the bed, get out the bed, I'm thanking God for everything. I started doing that about a year ago because I started getting up in the mornings. And my first thing is to pray, period. But I started saying gratitude prayers because it's not to ask him for nothing. It's just to say I'm thankful. Okay? So, I've been praying every morning, but consistently saying thank. Uh, we should thank him first before we even pray in the morning. Okay, then going to prayer. So I do that. Then once I get up, I'm doing my devotions and I'm listening to my YouTube or, or I'm, I'm doing a podcast and I'm I'm listening to a podcast because that's what get my mind rejuvenated while I'm getting ready for work, while I'm getting my daughter ready for school, trying to get out the door, waking her up, making her breakfast, things like that, getting the house together. Another thing I started last week. I started cleaning up in the mornings so I won't have to feel like on weekends I got so much cleaning to do that actually helped. I'm doing things in time management that will help me be accountable to my household, myself, my children. And also, I don't have to be overly stressed about, oh my God, the house is so messy and we work, I'm working five days a week and I went all the way to Friday and Saturday trying to clean up a whole mess in five days. No, this is what we do. Of course, I don't because I'm OCD. You can't have a mess in my house like that. But I'm talking about to the point of fact where I like it. Now, what most people in my house are saying, your house is really clean. To you, to you, but not to me. It's a certain way I like my house. So I'm talking about with organization, um, cleanliness, everything else. So I can't do that technically, realistically every day. I have to schedule and time manage. Then I want also to, like I said, be accountable for yourself. Meaning, don't make excuses when you forget something. That's your fault. Don't make excuses when something doesn't happen for you. That's your fault. Because if you don't time manage your time, and this also goes to money, but I'm going to hit on that on another topic, then you cannot get mad when you don't have the things that you need. Not want, need, okay? Um... Please have time management. Be accountable to yourself, okay? If you got to write it down, write it down. Most of the time, writing down things work for me. 
I am still a person that when I do um, my budget, I can't just look at a bank account. It has to be literally written down on paper. I have to see it. I have to subtract. I have to add. I have to multiply. That's just something I learned, and that's what I learned a long time ago. So that's what I do. It helps me to bring peace when I do budgets. Because you know me, when I'm trying to manage money and do budgets, I do not have a bad, a, a good attitude about it. It'd be like, oh, it's just money going out the door. But once I budget and I manage and I do everything else and the numbers are not so much in my head, it's out my head. I'm good. So, and the last one is to listen to stories of successful people like i told you earlier read even read books that will increase your uh your self-awareness this is another big one because a lot of times we think that we're going through something and we want to just say oh i'm going through something but we don't want to hear and listen to the successful people to say i've been where you at and you can get through this because i got through this or we don't want to read books and say okay that will grow my mind we are buy books or whatever I've been a person that buy books and then just don't read them. Now, not within the last two years. Every book I told you guys that I read, I read. I think we're still on this book journey. I forgot for this year. Not to cut what I was trying to say, y'all. Um, I did 12 books. Supposed to be doing 12 books. I am still on my book journey. I think I'm still on number 10. And it's month 11. But I got you. I'm going to hold myself accountable. And it's two more books I need to get. So... Uh, I said I was going to do 12 books, read 12 books this year, uh, and, I, and I'm at 10. I'm still at 10, okay? Um, but with that being said, that's helping me not mentally get my mind together. That's helping me with my self-discovery, um, self-healing journey that I'm going through right now. It's actually opened up my mind to relationships and people that I have around me, uh, even uh, positive relationships, negative relationships, friendships. It's definitely realized certain things about certain people once I read books and when I start deep diving into things more. Of course, the Bible is my number one book because I'm going to read the Bible. And the Bible correlates to all the self-help books. Pretty much the Bible, pretty much all the self-help books come from the Bible. If you ask me, that's my opinion, but whatever. Bible was the first book first, so that's what it is. Um, I with Even with me writing self-help books, the knowledge and the skills that God gave me and the things that he downloaded to me, um, it's because it comes from him, you know, of what I've been through, what I want to heal from, what I have healed from, what I want to help other people rediscover about themselves, and what I also want to help other people take a journey better than what I took so they won't have to make the same, same mistakes I make. This is not just for people. These are for my children, too. These books... The reason why I do it so much and want to do it so much too is because I love writing. I love reading. But I also want my children to see, actually, they can't hear every story, but they can read it. What I've been through, what, I, what I'm going through at a time that they might not even knew. My daughter's six, my son is 16. They probably even knew some emotions and some feelings was going on with me at this time that's going to be in a book. For them to read and say, I remember that, but I don't remember when I didn't know she was going through all that. That's what self-reflection and helping books, self-help books, and reading of what people went through does. It's a journey to take you on to uh to help you become a better you. Now, if you don't want to become a better you, you want to stay stuck in who you are, be my guest. Um 
there are truthfully there are people they they just don't want to change and it's not because necessarily they just don't want to they're used to it so they're used to what they're doing they're used to spending the money they spend they're used to being um not accountable they're used to being all unorganized and they're just like hey it worked for me i don't need it okay well if that's what you feel works for you then you do you buddy because i'm here to only better myself and so god takes me home um and to actually help other people that's what success means to me okay it's also for me to help others become better aware of who they are become better people and to use what my gift is to help other people to become just as better as I am not like me better than me the same way what I would do with my children I even tell my students at church that I do this because I want you guys to be better than me not like me so I'm going to do a recap we're going to kill the ego by naming the things, writing them down, getting them out your head. Get a journal, write them down in your iPhone notes. Secondly, realize that you are not perfect. You will fail before you become successful. Just don't ever give up on yourself. Learn from your lessons and keep moving. A lot of times because people are not successful, I must have said this before. I didn't say this before, but I'm going to say it now because you didn't learn from your lessons. If you keep on repeating the same mistake, it's called insanity. It's not called learning from your lesson, okay? Show up every day. Remember that you are accountable for yourself. Celebrate yourself, okay? Have time management. Be accountable to yourself and map out what you need to do. Show up. That's it. And lastly, listen to stories of successful people and read, even read books. And I promise you, your self-awareness, your healing journey, and the ego will be dead. This podcast is How to Kill Your Ego. So if you want to like, share, and subscribe, do that. I love you for listening. Thank you for coming. Uh, we'll be changing up some things starting next year with the podcast. I hope you're still here. Don't forget the word of the year. It's miracles, manifestation, and blessings. Not miracles, but God is going to bring miracles too. Manifestation and blessings. And I just thank you guys for even taking this journey with me. There are more stories you want to hear. So I'll see you guys back next time on the Breakthrough Podcast. Bye.